You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's The Game After Show. There you go. Thing is for doing, and we are here doing another great after show on AfterBuzz TV. This is the after show for the game, season six, episode three, or is it two? I don't know because last week it was an hour, and unfortunately, we only got a half an hour of today's show. But we did find some juicy stuff in the show that we can talk about today. I'm your host, Fallon Mercedes, and next to me we have the lovely. The cultured athlete, that's cultured athlete, Brandon London, with my two, with my bling on. Today. <laughs> you gotta show bling. this camera over I here, what you're working bling with. bling on today. Oh we'll my talk gosh. about that, we'll talk yes. about that. Is my ego, is my head? <laughs> yes, your head is All right, we'll, we'll right go now. on to our other host. Welcome, ladies. <laughs> hey, I'm Megan Thomas. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Ashley Gray, and make sure to tweet me during the show so that I can, you know, see what you guys want, you know. We want to know what you guys want to talk about. So tweet me during the show and let me know if you want to join in on the discussion. Also, we're going to have Stanley call in, unfortunately, with this L.A. traffic. Here you are. Hello, love. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm so upset that I'm not here with my beautiful co-host. Life gets in the way, and everyone that lives in Hollywood knows the traffic, and I would have... There's, I would have gotten arrested if I tried to. Aww. Well, thanks so much for calling in. And you guys at home, if you want to call in, it's 424-256-1729. I got it. 424-256-1729. Please chime in with us. Now, this episode, um, I, I feel like it's kind of just getting us used to what each character is really going through. Uh, we opened up with Tasha, and she is talking to her pookie Scandalous. via Skype. Scandalous. He loves, you know, talking to her on Skype and really showing her love online because obviously he's not there. But who is there is her ex, Rick Trifling. Fox. And he Trifling. is laying in the bed with her while she's Skyping. And poor pookie, he doesn't even know. Now, Brandon... How does a man view this situation? What are your thoughts, Tasha? Because I know throughout other episodes, you love her. Do yeah. you still love her after this? Not after that. That's scandalous right there. That that's that's grade A ratchetness. Yes. I don't like that. Hashtag about your life. I don't I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. And uh just the fact that one guy is pouring out his heart to her and you know, he, he's sitting there telling her, I love you and all that deep berry white voice and everything. <laughs> so you know that I love you, that that means something. Well, and she's got Rick Fox. 
I'm curious to know, have any, has anyone ever been in that situation where, you know, there's this guy that you used to be in love with and it didn't work out, and then there's this new guy where it's working out, but your heart still belongs or is still connected to someone else? Because I think it's kind of realistic. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it was ratchet, but I think that... It kind of happens in real life where you try and move on, but you didn't let your heart completely heal from your past relationship. Mm -hmm. So then you go on to someone new, and then in the back of your mind, you're constantly thinking about that other guy. So, I mean, I don't think that she was complete. I mean, Tasha, we love her. She can be ratchet, but the situation, I think, is kind of realistic. A little bit. I I would say (laughs) it's realistic. However, it's a little bit much to be sitting here on your iPad, FaceTiming your boo, talking about I love you, you know, I love you. And then you got another dude next to you with the pillow up. Yeah. Hiding. And and I think it makes it even worse because not only is she cheating on him, she's cheating on him and the guy she's cheating with knows and is is an accomplice to it. So it's kind of like, let's, I'm going to help you cheat and I'll hide over here and we can continue to cheat. And I think that makes it worse because not only is she cheating, she's being disrespectful to Pookie. Yeah. When you first, when you first. And that's the thing. Go ahead, Stanley. No, that's the thing, because everyone has human feelings and emotions, and things can go wrong, just like you said, Ashley, and you could be feeling your ex more than your current, but there's no reason why you need to cheat, you know, that's why you have an adult conversation with who you're with, and explain, and then move on. Just like you said, it's way too dirty, even for Tasha to be lying up in the bed with Red Fox doing that. But the thing is, you guys, this is typical Tasha fashion. Like, she's all about self-sabotage. I don't think she's really ready to love. So I think this is more just about... The, the chase and the excitement more than she really loves Rick Fox. See, I kind of felt for Tasha. Um, I've done long distance. I know how it is. And, you know, she has somebody who she used to love and is still in love with in, you know, her facility. And it's just like, what do you do when he's right there when the other person is so far away? But I believe, you know, Tasha... I feel like, you know, for Rick Fox, he may look at the situation different. Say Tasha leaves Pookie for him. If I was Rick Fox, I would think, well, how do I know you're not going to do this to me? You're not going to cheat. Mm-hmm. I think the trust is just broken in so many ways. Because if Pookie finds out, he's not going to trust Tasha. And Rick Fox, knowing what she's doing, he's not going to trust Tasha. And I feel like Tasha needs to really take time out for herself, put, yeah. put a hold on both of the guys to realize and search within herself, what do I, Tasha, really want? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what she wants? She wants that Reggie. That's what she wants. <laughs> oh, That's you women, women can say, oh, I want to be in love and I want to feel emotional. But, fellas, if we putting that Reggie down, then, you know, that, that trumps all that. That'll have a woman sitting there on Skype. I know, but, but that's not the truth because no, I'll say that's not the truth in her case because her and Reggie... Reggie, we're no longer together. If Reggie was that awesome, she would have never gotten with Pookie in the first place. Okay, let me explain to the yeah, audience. Yeah, what is Reggie? Reggie. Okay, <laughs> what they are referring to is Reggie is Rick's Fox man part. I don't know how else yes, to say that's it. A, that's he, he said <laughs> Reggie is his man part, and Tasha said that her woman part is Matilda. <laughs> I'm talking about Reggie and Matilda Reggie here. And Matilda. That's an ugly name, by the way. <laughs> but you know what? I, I feel like for Tasha, I know... Okay, for me personally, um, when there's emotions involved, that's when the, the, I guess, lovemaking is so much better. Yeah. And I feel like she truly, really loves Rick. 
And it's also good, you know, lovemaking. So it makes it so much more passionate when you care for the person and they're good at what they're doing. Is that too much? No, it's not. And I think that (laughs) Tasha is very attracted to Rick. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that she's necessarily that attracted to Pookie. Because he, you know, she mentioned that he was short. And I guess she doesn't like short guys. And... I just think that has a lot to do with it, too. Like, he has feelings for Pookie, but I don't think that she is really, like, infatuated. Like, it's like, okay, whatever. You were here. You're a good guy. But, I mean, dang, look at all this I got over here. Like, mm-hmm. Rick is I don't know. bomb. I'm, I'm, I'm for Team Pookie, I'm telling you. Because I, I think, really? I think I, let me tell you why. Because Tasha and Pookie are best friends, okay? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I think if she even went to Pookie and said, Pookie... You're my best friend. I love you. But I'm not ready for what we're doing right now. I think he'd be like, you know what? Go. I'm still your friend. And I appreciate you telling me that. I think he would be okay because he loves her enough as a friend and as his girl that he would be like, that's fine. It's not fair to him. It's I mean, not. It's not but he loves her enough to get a tattoo, right? Now, let's talk about that. <laughs> First of all, what, I need to know Pookie's government name because I can't just... She said Marion, girl. Marion. Marion Suge Knight. That's it's what Mar- I thought. Yes. Marion Suge Knight. Thank you. It is. She calls him Marion. Mary, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Marion. Let's stick with Pookie. Yes. Now, one of the scenes in this episode, um, I guess Tasha wanted to prove to herself that she really is in love with Pookie. And she's trying to convince herself. So she kind of persuaded him to go with her to the tattoo parlor and both get each other's names. You know, it's what, what's that Drake song? Is it or what song is it? That it's real. Or, uh, oh, tap my you, name on it. So, so I know it's real. real. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I guess they're trying to show that Good it's real to each are you about to ask? Are you about to ask? What do you really think about getting your partner's name tattooed on you? I am about to ask that. Let me start off with Stanley. Stanley, you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Are you crazy? <laughs> I wouldn't even get my name tattooed on myself, let alone somebody else's name. Yeah, I've I've had a guy say that they wanted to get my name tattooed on them, and I convinced them not to do it. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I respect you so much that I don't even want my name on you. I want you to respect your body. I personally, I don't have any tattoos, and I don't think there's anything wrong with them, but it's just about respect, and I wouldn't want somebody to walk around. You can prove your love to me through your actions yeah. and not necessarily walk. Because I know so many people who have names on them of other people they supposedly love, and they're out there disrespecting yeah. them all the time, kind of like what Tasha's doing. And then Pookie tells her, he was like, I don't have to prove that I love you with the tattoo. It's about my consistency. And he says he's going to move to San Diego yeah. to sh- show that he really loves her. I was kind of disappointed, though. I like the fact that he wanted to move, but I just see Pookie as being more mature, that he wouldn't sit there in a tattoo parlor with her, you know, but- getting... He had already said that he had already had women's names and or and who tattooed on him who he's already been affectionate for or, or saw something with. So this is not his first time. Yeah, doing but wouldn't that. you learn from that? I mean, this you you can see this guy. This is one of those guys who fall head over heels yeah. in love and just you know you can see he's probably going to be that crazy type you know later on in the season, but. I feel bad for him off the strength of, you know, he's trying to do right. He got out of prison. He, now he's too short's bodyguard. You know, he has the ability to pick up and move a business to go see her. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's he's getting so much wrong done to him right yeah. now. But at the same time, I'm looking at him like, like you little, like, why are you so nice to her? Like, stop being so because nice. Because he loves her. That's yeah. love. Yeah. And I think, That's love. to go off of what you said, how you think... 
later on in the episodes that he's going to get crazy. I agree. Thank you. And I know that, Todd, you said that, you know, if Tasha said to him, you know, we're friends, I want us to stay friends, and I'm trying to just figure out what I want to do, He that brother ain't having it. Mm-mm. He is not going nowhere. He's going to be like, no, Mm-mm. I just got your name tattooed on me. We're going to be together. I'm moving in. Forget Rick Fox. I killed somebody before. I'll go back again. <laughs> Seriously, I, he looks like the crazy type. You know, you know them little ones. The short ones be the craziest ones. Be, yeah. Wait, we're, we're all short over here, too. Oh, oh. And she broke it down to that. I was hoping that was going to happen because the thing is, I always tell my girlfriends, never date a police officer, someone that's in the military, or a butcher. Because oh. anyone that's normally chopping up things or licensed to kill, when things go wrong, there's nothing but problems. So he's an ex-killer. Mm-hmm. So Tasha's really got her this cut out for her. I can't wait to see what happens. Me either. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, and I think she should, I think she probably wanted to get the tats more for herself than she wanted yeah. to for him. Yeah, Because to her, it was kind of like, okay, girl, you got to, you're supposed to be in this. Go ahead. He had his name tattooed on your butt. That means, you know, <laughs> I guess she thought the physical tattoo would, would change her mental in yeah. her heart. But unfortunately, hmm. And it's sad because when he came there, he, he surprised her because he was really like, I knew something was wrong with you. I felt it in your voice. Any other girl would have been like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. He came here. You know, he, he heard that I was sad and he's here for me. And she's over here trying to start a she fight with him. him. That's crazy. And I think that, that just shows that, you know, Tasha... She, they threw her the ball and she's just fumbling. She is not getting it. And it's sad because, you know, with her Malik, we've seen how hard it was for her to, you know, be a single mom. And we've seen her go from relationship to relationship. And it's just like, dang, Tasha, like, we want you to be in love. Like, why are you fumbling right now? It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. And uh, like I said, I, I feel bad for Pookie, but I'm, I'm team Rick Fox, so... I mean, I'm team neither. I, like I, I don't. I necessarily don't like neither one of them for Tasha. I think that Tasha love is complicated, and Tasha right now is just in her head. She just she's confused, yeah. and what she needs to do, like you said, she needs to take herself out of the situation and focus on her. I don't see her with Pookie, and I don't see her with Rick, Rick Fox. We yeah. need another character thrown up well, in the mix. Well, you know, I can well, see her with Rick Fox, and and Stanley. I I, I want to ask you: Would you would you agree with this? Do you believe? Like, do you think that Rick Fox? he deserves her, you know, like after him saying he's been with many women and, and, you know, he's done a whole bunch of one night stands. Wouldn't you say that he would know that, you know, his feelings for her is real enough for them to be together and, you know, to triumph this whole situation? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm team Rick Fox in terms of, I think that's the type of man she needs and there's no problem with him being with X amount of men. Cause I mean, I mean, X amount of women, sorry, cause she's been with X amount of men. Sorry, Rick Fox. But I think the main thing is kind of, I think, what Ashley was getting at. Tasha doesn't need anyone right now. This is, shows how bad she is. You can't love someone until you love yourself. Right. And right. Tasha is just proving that she's such a mess that she really just needs to slow down and, get, and find out what she really wants out of life, out of herself, out of love before anyone comes into the picture. Yeah, I definitely right. don't like the fact that Pookie is, like, quick to get a tattoo for her, yeah. is quick to, like, flash on Skype when he's not comfortable with it because that goes again saying that he's not really 100% a man enough to, like, control Tasha, I think, the way she needs to. But Tasha just needs some... Um, 
some therapy or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now let's take it back a little for those of you just, you know, um, getting acquainted with the game. Can you guys speak upon the relationship of Rick Fox and Tasha? It's been tumultuous, to say the least. <laughs> no, um, I mean, they, they went from being in a relationship to not being in one, to him having to move away, to finding out his ex, somebody that his son was married, her son was married to, to being co-workers. To, so they've, they've run the gamut of things. And I think she does love Rick, but I think what's best for her is, A, she needs to first know herself because she went from being attached to her son and that being her the man in her life then going over to another guy then going over to Rick like she hasn't had a relationship with herself yet and that's yes. very important for her to move on to the guy that she's supposed to be with you know what I mean yeah so I don't know we'll see, we'll see. I think this is going to be very interesting Definitely. and I think it's it's um, ironic how you say that she was kind of like in a relationship with her son. And I have seen that a lot of athletes who, you know, make it big, their mothers cling to them, especially if they were single moms. Brandon, can you talk more upon that? I'm sure you've seen that. Or how's the relationship with your mom? Do you feel like that's the same situation? I love my mother. You know, I, I compare every woman that I meet. Like, if I'm going to get serious with her, like, I automatically think, is she kind of like my mom? Does she, does she have, you know, the backbone? Does she have... Does she carry herself like my mom? Like, we talk on the phone all the time. We even talked about the game, you know. That was me and her show when I was going through college. You know, Aww. she used to call me her, call me her ding-dong and all that stuff. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's that's just what it is. And you see a lot of pro athletes, a lot of their, you know, a lot of those guys come from, you know, either broken homes or, you know, raised by a single mother, don't know their dad. So a lot of us, we're really attached. Luckily, you know, I've been blessed to have my father in my life mm-hmm. and all that. But a lot, we're, we're very attached to our mothers can't help it love yeah. you, Ma. and I kind of yeah. I, I feel like some of Malik's <laughs> issues stem from his attachment with his mom and not having a father figure and we've seen in this episode you know even um, Lauren London she was like I don't even like you when you're not drunk that's how bad his drinking problem has come what do you think of his character um, in this episode we didn't see too much of him but it just seems like he's doing the same thing well he actually he didn't drink in this episode yeah. so mm-hmm. I was really glad to see that and mm-hmm. he was trying to sober up and he actually went it's hard when you you know decide not to drink and then you go out in a social environment where everyone around you is drinking i didn't catch that maybe i just assumed because he was you know bringing in more bottles and partying and switching girls in and out i just i didn't physically see him drink anything you're right but i i just assumed oh he's up to the same old thing yeah but i mean of course with the girls he'd switch them in and out but um when lauren london <laughs> said something it was gin he said oh you're not gonna get a buzz off of that because it's ginger ale yeah. so i really do i like the fact that he is trying to sober up and mm-hmm. that it, i mean it's it's very brave of him to go out in that environment yeah. everyone is drinking and so i'm interested to see if he keeps it up next episode mm. and he still he he has a image to uphold you know mm-hmm. he's a bottle pop you know, yeah. uh, blue. He didn't. He didn't want the bottle. Don't send the bottle over. I drink my Jameson and, and, and Coke. But Malik has that persona, and he's you know mm-hmm. he's portrayed this bottle popping cliche athlete. So yes, yeah, okay, he's not going to drink, which is cool. Some athletes do that, especially the ones with all that money. Yeah. They'll go buy some bottles, let everybody else have you know fun, as long as there's a whole bunch of girls around. At least, yeah. as long as no thirsty girls. <laughs> like, Switch these with the white girl. <laughs> That was my favorite part. I've, I've seen that done before. That's I was, I was just great. Oh my He's probably gosh, seen it all. Me? Like the thirsty oh ones, like, hey, get off. Hey, yeah, right there. Hello. Switch. But switch. that's not that's not <laughs> Go ahead, Stanley. 
Speaking of blue, what do you guys think about blue in this episode? You know, it it was it was interesting because he's still trying to figure himself out and what he really wants. And he definitely is overseer. You know that was a one night thing and he's done with that. But he's I think he's starting to feel Lauren and he's probably like, dang, I messed up. And, you know, they're just trying to play it tough. He is. I don't, I don't necessarily think he. Well, I don't know. I think that he knows that he messed up with her, mm-hmm. with Lauren London. But like just in his life, I don't think he necessarily messed up. I mean, he can do whatever he wants to mm-hmm. do. He was not committed to Lauren London's character. He didn't have to. But I feel like that he was filling her a little bit yeah. and that he saw something in her that, you know, of course, he. I'm pretty sure he can recognize a groupie because he was balling since what? Forever, yeah, <laughs> so I know that he can recognize a groupie, and I'm sure he didn't see that in Lauren London's character. Mm-hmm. So he was feeling her from the beginning, mm-hmm. and yeah, he I think well, that he knows that he messed up with her. That's a good thing that me and my guy friends debate all the time. What is a groupie, and how can you identify oh, one? Oh, that is a good one, Brandon. You Brandon, tell a groupie Brandon. 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 Away. Brandon. I don't have. I don't, I don't you know, know what a groupie is. You know what a groupie is, Brandon. What is a groupie? Please give us the signs. Okay, There's, this is. Hold on one second. This is the After Buzz exclusive. Can we get some? <laughs> can we get some noise back there? Are you listening? <laughs> After Buzz TV there we exclusive. go. Now, Brandon London, can you please y'all, give us the signs of what a groupie is? Y'all gonna get me in trouble. Uh, I, I would just say a groupie is just one of those, just one of those girls who hashtag about that life. Like you know, <laughs> you check their Twitter, you check their Instagram, all that. They're taking pictures of you know at the at the table of let's say at the table of Floyd Ma- Floyd Mayweather's table, taking pictures of his bottles, holding up his bottles. Girl, you ain't pay for that. It's bottle like six hundred some dollars. You know you ain't pay for that. Put that thing now. Stop trying to take pictures. So that's a groupie. Somebody but, okay, who holds so a bottle. Groupie ish. Or you know, there's other things. Yeah. But I'm I got a question. Okay. What if she's hanging out with all the celebrities and getting in places? And say that's her field of expertise. Say she's into entertainment, okay. but she's not going home with any of them. Does that still make her a groupie? Well, you wasted alcohol. You wasting the bottle. Uh, like. I don't know. I don't oh think gosh. that makes your groupie at all. I think a groupie, even women can sniff out groupies. That if we're kicking it with our homeboy and he's someone who's established in the entertainment business, like I'm the one, like uh uh-uh, uh, get her. She she ain't coming to the table. You can tell she a groupie or not. She, the way she walks, the way she talks, the way she carries herself. She's just trying to make a come up. She's just trying to get her name out there, and that's basically it. Like if you're not a groupie. You just gonna chill and kick it just like that's your homeboy or this is your homegirl. You're not trying to be seen. You behind the yeah. scenes. You know, you're not trying to take pictures. You're not, you just chilling. Mm-hmm. And I think you can see the difference between Kira who's sitting next to Malik and mm-hmm. then the groupie girl who's sitting next to Malik. Kira, like you can tell clearly body language, how yeah. they're talking, that Kira and Malik are friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're truly homies. And then you got the thirsty girl on uh, next to him. He like, come on now. So <laughs> I think it's, it's, yeah, so the guys, guys can, can tell which is the groupie which is the homegirl because of the interactions that they have well when when you don't let the so-called groupies come to the table and stuff we kind of get mad at we kind of get mad at I our homegirl friends I too know. because like, i don't care but who are you you're gonna say she's a groupie or whatever like that because girls you girls naturally love to call other girls groupies no, for we some do reason not. Like, if a girl no she's i don't i really i actually really dislike it and i like i don't like when people just assume a lot of different things because it's funny like especially in a club situation a lot a lot of people are probably pointing the finger at 
even you and your friends and thinking you're a groupie when those aren't your intentions. Mm-hmm. And like, I think everyone's just back and forth. It's easy just to group everyone up into that category mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Cause just like Fallon says, a lot of people work in the industry. A lot of people are friends with people from way back when, but I mean, I definitely feel you. There are some people that are just about the hustle and about a quick come up and just want to latch on to a celebrity. But the only thing I have to add is, there are male groupies. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say that. And you Stanley. don't even have to be famous to have a male groupie. Uh, <laughs> you could just be popping on Instagram exactly. and they be going at you. We call that TMG, the male groupie. <laughs> <laughs> and we would love for you to be our groupie of the After Buzz after show of BET The Game. Just kidding. But we do want you to follow us on uh, After Buzz TV, you can tweet us, and you can also download our podcast. Please do that. You can go to iTunes, your iTunes app, or you can go to iTunes.com and search for After Buzz TV, the game, and make sure you subscribe so whenever a new podcast is posted, you just click and it's there. Boom. And make sure that you rate, comment, and share. We yes. also want to know what um, your feedback from the show, if we can make any improvements. You definitely want five stars, so share with us um, and tell us how we can improve the show. I don't know if we can zoom in or not, but um, Brandon is showing off some two pretty big rings. I think one says New York Giants World Champion, and the other one says Montreal Alouettes. Gray Cup, which is similar Bears. to Super Bowl, the right? Super Bowl it's ring. Gray Cup chips. Remember last week when I said I was one of six players with a Super Bowl ring and a Gray Cup ring? I told you guys to tweet me. Check out my website, brandon-london.com. If you thought I was lying, somebody tweeted me, said I was lying. Ooh. So I had to come <laughs> on this show and trending tag about that life. <laughs> she got heavy hardware. Got heavy hardware. Right heavy nice, hardware, nice. yes. Can, can, I, can I borrow one? I want to be a, a no, champion. Well, come on. Super, super uh, Bowl, not the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> Speaking of about that life, let's talk about Blue and Kay meeting um, yes. in the last scene. Well, pretty much kind well, of were, the last they, scene. In the, in the, in the club, grocery though, store. In the club was oh, the first yeah. place, though, where yeah. they saw each other. And you saw how Kira was telling Malik, like, oh, look at him. Don't say hi to him. We ain't trying to go over there just hating. <laughs> and then Blue is telling Jason the same type of story about, yeah, yeah I slept with Sierra. Now she's mad at me. She don't want to talk to me. You know. It's funny because to me, you could just feel they want each other. Yeah. You know? And they're the just chemistry. trying to put up that front. And I know you're a school teacher. You probably see it with the little kids all the time when, yeah. you know, one boy likes another uh, little girl, you know, they'll hit them or throw stuff at yeah. them. And, and that's what I feel like they're kind of doing. Right. Like the little pinch, like just go ahead and come just on admit. now. <laughs> so then they, of course, they keep seeing each other at other places, and she gets mad because everybody wants to join their party because mm-hmm. they're talking about what uh, vaginas. vaginas. To Jameis and vaginas. vaginas, like R and B vaginas, right? Lord, so, oh god, put your cup down, please. Put your cup down. I'm cheering. <laughs> so I mean, so obviously, you know, I think it's it's her hating but it's because she really does like him and she even says that to him because they meet again in the grocery store uh-huh. and she's like let's establish some rules if you see me keep going the other way which I don't think she had to be that stank about it let's just be real like you live in the same area Yeah, you women I'm, don't ever have to be overly stank about stuff but you <laughs> girls want to get overly stank about stuff but see the thing is okay so I know like she's feeling a certain way because that was her girl and I know he didn't know but like if 
one of your teammates slept with the girl you like, would you even talk to her? Never mind, be stank with her. Yeah, I got to go off of a, a three-year period after that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so she's fine, actually like, giving him some, you know, a little bit of leeway because she's mm-hmm. talking to him and that, at least acknowledging him. This double standard. No, that's where the double standard comes but in. But she play. didn't know that was your boy, Brandon. It doesn't matter. He didn't know that was, you know, he didn't know Sierra okay. was his girl. So should she cut him any slack? Yeah, she should because it's the guy. Because it's the guy. Ah, and they really what? like each other though. But like, what? You can tell I'm they saying, really like each what other. What if the, there's a girl what that if the really tables likes you? She slept with your your teammate, but didn't know it was your boy, and it was just draft night. That's it. Mm-hmm. So she ha- so she's hashtag about that life then. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Then you know I gotta give me I gotta give me a good Christian girl. You know who doesn't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> Shout out to One Church LA. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> uh, but I'm saying, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I personally think Lauren London's tripping. Like, the thing is, when you just meet a guy and she hasn't even claimed that she likes him, you don't own him. You know what I'm saying? You're dating. You're free to date other people. He's free to date other people. He can smash on draft night if he wants to smash on draft night. <laughs> you know, I don't see how she has any reason to cop a feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I think it's kind of crazy, and I'm not sure how I like that they keep on meeting everywhere, and then all of a sudden he's moving into her building. I'm not sure how realistic that is. I agree. Sorry. I agree with you, but I think in her mind, you know, she has some celebrity behind her. So she feels kind of like... like she deserves to have all the attention and she's probably used to guys throwing themselves at her. So I kind of feel like that's the only reason why she feels a little bit jaded in, the, in this instance. I think she feels stupid. But do though. you remember yeah. what John yeah. Singleton said last episode? You're a dime a dozen. dozen. Yeah. And I think that's hard for her to really understand. And she sees that with Jay. She's like, OK, not only did the director tell me now he's making me feel like I'm a dime a dozen because he's going to go ahead and sleep with somebody else because I wouldn't give him none yeah and then like i think more even more than that blue made she feels like blue made her look stupid and that's mm-hmm. the one thing that a lot of women don't want is to look yeah. stupid oh. especially a woman of her caliber that's got her amount of celebrity mm-hmm. because she's like look at all these magazines that i'm on the cover of and it says that you were with sierra but then oh is, is he cheating on me with sierra like she, now she feels stupid mm-hmm. what's partially her fault because yeah. she's she didn't Completely. have to be yeah. she didn't have to kiss him but i think that's why she kind of feels a little more Bitter. invested and and mad about the situation did not which is which is okay and and, and Stanley I have to say like I kind of I agree with her getting mad a little bit you know like yeah you know he's first round draft pick it's draft night they don't have any uh he, you know she he's not tied down to her he's not committed to her but at the same time there was that feel you know there, yes, was, there was, that feeling, was, that feeling. Yeah. was that feeling and as a football player as a as a Want to be Rick Fox type athlete? You know, you meet you meet a lot of women. I'm not saying I slept with a lot of women. You meet a lot of women. <laughs> like you see many many women. Just there's always that one or that two that just that just intrigue you so much, and you want to find out about this person. You want to learn yeah. about this person, but at the same time, you're drunk, draft night. There goes Sierra. You don't, you know, you see a lot of guys, you know, become real upset that they really missed out on a good thing because, you know, they thought with their Reggie instead of their head. <laughs> Trying to get the Reggie into the Matilda. Into the Matilda. <laughs> so that's that's definitely a big uh, a big problem for a lot, you know, a lot of not only athletes, just men in general. But I can see why she get mad, and I can you can see why he was kind of you know really trying to you know reattach to her, especially yeah. getting on his about to mess up his million dollar hands fixing her car. Yeah, shoot, you better it's, call your. It's brother. gonna be interesting. 
interesting to see, you know, where it will go. I assume, okay, they're going to end up falling for each other. But I wonder if him being a newly drafted um, football player, if he's mature enough to take on the responsibility of being in a committed relationship, because who wants to be serious when you just, you know, you have the world at your hands? He seems like that. He seems like that kind of guy, though. Yeah. Like he, he does. seems different. He doesn't seem like your typical average guy who you yeah. know just came into all of this money. He's. I think that he would be able to be in a dedicated relationship and still uh-huh. have his um, level of fame. So. Or it might even flip. What if um, Laura London gets put? Put on. She's starring in a new film. Maybe she will be the one who isn't mature enough to be in the relationship right. with mm-hmm. him. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But what will yeah. really be interesting to see is Rick Fox and Tasha. We bring it back to them again because they met up in the car after she got her tattoo on he, her booty. I know, and he sent her flowers <laughs> to her room. Oh, yeah. We didn't speak like, on that. Yeah. Come on. You know her man is coming. You he, you heard her tell him, I'll see you in a couple days. So how is it that you're going to send flowers to her room? And and why does Pookie not know? He came a day early, though. He came a day early. The True. flowers were there True. a day early, so I'm okay, not trying to back Rick Fox. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> don't put your name on the don't put your name on the card. Don't put your name on the card. Just be like killer. you are. Just put Reggie, okay? Put Reggie, she'll know what that is. But then I think it's even crazier that she calls him. Okay, so she sends Pookie to go get the Vaseline, and then she's like, Rick, don't don't be sending me flowers. I told you it's over. And just meet me in an hour. Like, really? Why are you still meeting this dude? What yeah. is going on? Why she's, are you still meeting him? Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think that that was really realistic. I don't think that someone would. Well, you know, you never not. Speaking of, I would never uh, do anything like that. That's crazy. I'd be more crazy. scared that I would get caught. And actually, she did get caught because we seen Brandy. What's her Chardonnay. name? Chardonnay. Chardonnay. <laughs> after she was making out with Rick Fox in the car. And, you know, oh, she honey, was, they did more than make out. They did more. Mm. She was fixing you didn't see them? Uh, I did see them. You fixing, didn't see them? Yeah, girl, they, they were fixing oh, their clothes. Okay. And, and Rick Fox had to readjust the curly hair. <laughs> and he did. And his curls were I out of place. I'd be a little oblivious this episode. <laughs> I only want to see what I want to see. I did not want to see them hooking up after she. She just got tatted up and her man's in town. Right. But she had told Rick Fox after they done with Reggie and fooled around, um, she had told Rick Fox that, you know, she's serious. He needs to leave her alone. She got her boo-boo's name tatted on her butt. And he kind of told her, like, you could get whatever name tatted on you, but my name is tatted on your heart. Mm. And I felt that one. And I know. Yeah, that was a good line. I know. Tyson did, too. And as he exited the car, we see Chardonnay, you know, really hint to Tasha, like, oh, girl, I seen you. I seen you. You're about that life. So it was will be interesting to see because a lot of people they'll do things behind closed doors as long as nobody else knows but now that the cat is out of the bag now that she knows Chardonnay caught her it'll be interesting to see what she does with the situation mm-hmm. typical Tasha Mack lie and, and be deceitful and you know just try and cut quarters, corners yeah. to try and keep her uh, her secret a secret mm-hmm. but it's and I don't think that it's her feelings are wrong. I think her feelings are actually very valid. But her how she's going a, about it is wrong. She should have told Pookie, look, Pookie, I love you. You're my friend. Got to go. Stanley, um, you're kind of like the voice of reason. What do you think Tasha should do in this situation now that she's already done, did the deed? I told y'all she needs to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. There's not much worse Tasha can do. In all honesty, just like you said, this is not only your boyfriend. This is not. This is your best friend. 
for years and decades, and he held you down when you needed a man in your son's life. And it's just about respect and not even about cheating. Yeah. It's just, just yeah. so deeper than what she's doing, and she should be able to have a conversation with him before right. she right. hooked up with Rick Fox. And I don't know. There's no real coming back from this. See, yeah. that's, that's, that's disrespectful. The only, that's the only reason. This is the only ring on my finger right now. <laughs> Get it? Not married? Uh-huh. We got it. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, of course, Blue and Kira are in the parking structure, and Kira's on the phone with Triple A, and they're not coming for two hours. Should he have helped her, yes or no? Yes, yes. I believe so. A true gentleman okay. is always going to help yeah. a woman out, no matter what. At the end of the day, you're a gentleman. This is a young lady that's in trouble. I believe that. You know, as someone who was brought up right mm-hmm. and raised properly, he would extend his hand to help. Yeah. So, yes. I agree. I agree. Um, we didn't see much of many other characters this episode, um, but what do you guys think or predict that we'll see on upcoming episodes with the other characters? Predictions. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm thinking Jason Pitts and Chardonnay are going to get involved with this whole love triangle thing where, you know... It's, Good prediction. I, I th- also think some type of fight's going to break up. Yeah. Pretty, come out pretty soon. I can't More wait fighting. for that. More fighting, most Between definitely. who? Between Pookie and Rick. Yes. This is oh, no. Be Rick, don't this... kill Rick. Please, yes, Pookie, I do yeah. not kill Rick. Tell him on yourself right now. You, you like Rick Fox like that? You know, I don't like what he's doing, but <laughs> I'm just I think you. we all have a little love for Rick. I don't know. That's Rick Fox. I don't know. I don't. I don't either. I'll really never trust like a man it. with curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> that goes for you too, Wavy. <laughs> they call you Wavy? Yeah, you in that category too. <laughs> No, but I, I, you know, I'm hoping that I hope that Tasha ends up with Rick. I hope that Blue ends up with Kiera. But I also want him to go back and and see what's going on with the Sierra situation. Ooh. I can't wait to see what happens with Malik, sober Malik. I, I think that you know something's going to happen where he falls off the wagon again. Mm. And then, like I said last week, I think Derwin's going to come back, and Baltimore's going to have to play San Diego. So yeah, I hope so. I, th- I think there's going to be some some friction between Chardonnay and Jason. I think we're going to see more stuff mm, with yeah. them because of her change, how she's becoming a little more fancy. She did change her her Chardonnay from like the the five dollar bottle at the bottom to Kroger's to the stuff that's behind the glass. <laughs> Give me that stuff behind There's the glass. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with coming up. <laughs> There's not. There's not. What are your predictions? But my predictions, I'm thinking definitely Tasha. And everything is going to boil to the head with Pookie and Rick Fox. And funny enough, I think that Malik is going to be her voice of reason. Yeah, I agree. Mm. There's a couple times in their life, especially when Malik is in a good place, where he steps in and he's one of the only people that can really talk to her and make her see what she's doing. So I hope that happens in the next episode. And then with Blue, I think the whole thing with Sierra and Lauren London it's going to come to a head. They're going to get into a fight because ah. Lauren London never told Sierra yet that they were kind of messing around. So I hope that like comes to a head in the next episode and we can see what happens with that. Hey, hey, Stanley, when you said that Malik was going to be Tasha's voice of reasoning, do you think this is going to be before or after everything, everything blows up? I don't think, honestly, I think Pookie is not going to go to blows over this. Just like we said before, he loves and respects Tasha so much. I think he's going to be so hurt more than angry. 
So I, I don't think it's going to be like fist fighting and things like that. But I think it will all end up with Tasha by herself. And whether it's distraught or, you know, looking for some salvation. And I hope that Malik will give it to her. I think that, you know, going off of what you're saying, I think that Pookie will, like, if Tasha does say, you know, I want to, I don't want to be with you, I think he'll go away for a second. It's like that quiet storm. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to come back with a vengeance. He's going to be at home, like, no, this girl did not just do this to me. I've, you know, given so much. I've given her so much of my love. He's going to come back. And I think that him and Rick will have some sort of confrontation when, like, Tasha and Rick will be out on a date. And then here comes Pookie. And yeah, I think there's going to be some fist flying. What I'm interested to know is, do you guys think that... Um, oh, we have some news. Do we? Okay, well, let's bring it back. Let's, let's bring it yeah. back. <laughs> do you guys think that Kay and Blue are the new Derwin and Melanie? Yes. No. You know, I don't think they'll replace them, mm-hmm. but, I mean, kind of like, you know, the host of 106 and Park, I think nobody can really replace... Free and A. And, and, exactly. and this takes us to the news. <laughs> That's exactly the news. So, unfortunately, the ratings for the game continue to slip. It's not as high as it was um, in the previous seasons. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are attributing it to the fact that Melanie and Derwin are gone. Mm -hmm. Um, However, the game has been renewed for another season. Mm -hmm. And that's because it still is BET's highest rated sitcom. So, that's a good thing on that note. But, unfortunately, well, you know, we have to keep on watching it, get the numbers back up. Yeah, I think we'll warm up to them. I think think so, yeah. Yeah. I think that if this was a show, out, not the game, didn't have the game's title, if this was another show, I would enjoy it more than it being the replacement of the game. Yes. Because I just, that feeling is just not there. It's just that attachment. I can't make the connection. So, hopefully, like you said. Go ahead, Stanley. Well, I just, especially since I work in the industry and I work in production and I'm actually sitting here, I work in a reality um, production company, Ryan Seacrest Productions, and every day people are talking about ratings and how important ratings are, but we forget how much people watch TV online nowadays. Mm -hmm. And so I think more and more people in the industry are really realizing that the way they're doing ratings nowadays is not necessarily accurate, especially for a certain demographic that watches the show. I think there's a lot more people watching than what they're getting accounted for. So don't worry, game. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, That's yeah, a good yeah, point. Yeah, Hits yeah. After Buzz TV. Check it out. Yes. Is that all our news? That's it. All right. Well, I guess we'll keep on watching so the yes. ratings will go up. And you guys out there, make sure to keep on watching us on After Buzz TV. We're on iTunes, YouTube. Tweet at us. I'm your host, Fallon Mercedes. You can find me on Twitter at Miss... Oh, it's not Miss Mercedes anymore. It's Fit with Fallon. I oh. forgot. Fallon. <laughs> Where can they find you, Brandon? You can find me on Twitter at Cultured Athlete. That's at Cultured Athlete on Instagram, The Cultured Athlete. And you guys got to check out my website, www.brandon-london.com. I'm posting my web series on there all the time, Jersey Off, Suit On. And I've just posted two new vlogs, or vlogs as they like to call it. So come check it out. <laughs> and you can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook I, at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Tweet Nina Marie G and on Instagram, Nina Marie Gray. And Stanley, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at your girl Stanley or on my website www.nadiastanley.com. And I have to shout out to our super fan on AfterBuzz, Adrian at Watchtower. Watchtower, Watchtower. Watch on the phone. 
Anna. Thanks for shouting me out. And I'm just so happy I was able to even just connect with you guys. Yeah, right. thanks for calling in. Thank we you. felt like you were here with us. Yes. Right. Awesome. Stay with us next week, every Thursday, same time, same place. And we'll see you next time. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 